1: Welcome back to Our Goblet of Wine is Better, our series about the Harry Potter books, movies, and everything in between.
3: In this episode, we will be discussing chapters 5 and 6 of Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets,
1: so we're going to do that. Uh, If we sound a little bit different, it's because we're recording remotely. And so it's still a, it's still a work in progress a little bit to make sure we sound right, but it's going well.
3: The hope is that it will be good and not sound horrible. Yeah. Um, And if you hear my boyfriend, it's because he's right next to me. Yeah. At his computer. Yep. (laughs) That's the only reason.
1: (laughs) Probably playing a game.
3: Definitely playing a game.
1: Yeah. (laughs) So what are we drinking? Oh, yeah, you can talk about that. Okay, I'll go. We're drinking yes. buzzballs again, but this Yay. time we're doing of colada.
3: Yeah, I've had it before. I mean, we've both had well, it. before. Bu- I
1: think we had this in our very first episode actually. It was our first one. Oh my gosh. I think so. Yeah, cuz I think we did the of colada buzzballs first in our first episode or two, <laughs> and then for the next series of like recordings, we did the uh, the chocolate ones. But you well, had something that's what we're drinking. Yes, I do actually,
3: because I totally spaced, and then I remembered, and I went and pulled it up really quick. <laughs> okay. We got our first review, like oh,
1: actual yeah! review. Woohoo!
3: And um. So exciting. It's from the Arab Emirates, the United Arab Emirates, and it was from CJ Eliza. I think that's right, who had, like, commented on something and been like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to listen to it on Facebook. And they were like, Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. okay.
1: Hold on. The reason this happened is because my boyfriend sent me a, like, a Harry Potter, like, meme or picture or whatever, and then I went to the actual post and commented on it mm-hmm. saying, um, uh, I basically said, like, oh, this would be, you know, me and Karen because, you know, this is how our podcast recordings are or something like, why do you like Harry Potter so much or whatever? Yeah. And someone responded with like a voice memo that was like yeah an hour it was
3: long. like an hour long
1: voice memo yeah and so I was like oh this is, this would be us with our podcast and someone commented like what's the podcast I will listen to it and so I told them and then later someone else went hey what's the podcast or like yeah. oh hey I'm gonna listen to it like, yeah yeah so that's that's so- what brought this review
3: on exactly um so the review that they wrote it was on january 11th of this year so we're not like too far behind on talking about it but here we are um they said i haven't listened to all of them but they're good and hey it's me from facebook anyways love your podcast so
1: what (laughs) thank you cj we love you thank you we do you're the best
3: you're our first review ever our first review and it was a foreign review so i had to work really hard to find it yeah it was was, worth it
1: And it was a five-star review they gave us five stars thank (laughs) you cj yes
3: thank you cj
1: and like seriously any of you who are listening to us go review us somewhere it will
3: help us so much if you tell us like what you like what
1: you don't like whatever just like tell us like things we can fix you know like i know we have a big problem on just going on tangents (laughs) and making our recordings like two hours long yeah and so we we know about that problem but if there's any
3: others (laughs) (laughs) that's a problem for sure oh we're gonna try and fix it we'll see yeah Yeah, we're we're gonna try some some stuff out in the future ideas
1: (laughs) on how to fix it
3: but oh I hit my computer.
1: Uh, Don't do that. I'm sure it's doing its job.
3: (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm sorry, computer. (laughs) Anyway, um, are we going to talk about Harry Potter now?
1: Yes. Chapter five, the Whomping Willow. Yes. So we basically have the same first comment. Yours is better. (laughs) Oh, so (laughs) the only reason she says that is because
3: my comment literally just says, Harry is jelly of Ronnie (laughs) Pooh. (laughs)
1: <laughs> and then mine just says Harry is jealous of Ron for having an amazing family and home life I didn't call him Ronnie Pooh like you did
3: <sighs> one
1: one <laughs> one
3: one um, yes I don't know why I give Ron nicknames because I don't even really like him
1: <laughs> you don't like him That's so the why are you giving
3: him nicknames <laughs> I don't know so uh, the night before they're all going to get on the Hogwarts Express Um, basically Harry's been at the burrow since he got rescued. Um, and so the night before they're, what?
1: For like a month.
3: Yes. Yes. That. So like the night before they're going to go to, um, Hogwarts, uh, Mrs. Weasley ignores all of her children's favorite things and only makes Harry's favorite foods.
1: You know what? It could be, it could be different favorites of different kids too. You don't, I don't know that. Think so, though. It could be, though.
3: Pretty sure it's not, though.
1: It could be. You're like, right, it
3: could be, but it, I like, highly
1: doubt it. What do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean?
3: Because she makes food for them all the time, and then she does this for, for Harry. Yeah, but
1: Harry might have a favorite food. Like, for instance, like, one of my favorite foods is mac and cheese. What if mac and cheese is made? You like mac and cheese, don't you? I do. Is it one of your favorite foods? It is. See, there you go.
3: Yeah, but there's no guarantee. Yeah, there's
1: no guarantee, but it's <laughs> possible. Yeah. That's what I'm saying.
3: Okay. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. Mm-hmm. I guess we won't see, actually. They don't ever talk about anyone's favorite They don't talk about
1: it, no. <laughs> they don't even list what Harry's favorite foods are. True. <laughs> they just say Sorry. it's a dinner of all fave things.
3: I just need to eat a cookie and a... T- loud you
1: have cookies i want cookies
3: (laughs) i would give you some if i could i know um so oh mine's still next yeah um so they get up really early in the morning so they can all try and like make it to hogwarts um to get to the train basically Mm -hmm. um and i was like they're all going to somehow fit in a five-seater car because that makes no sense
1: and then my next comment yep. <laughs> was Mr. Weasley tells Harry not to tell Molly about the fact that he magically expanded the trunk and the car space. Molly couldn't tell at all.
3: Yeah, how the fuck could she not tell?
1: Because she's never been in a muggle car. She she doesn't know what they're like.
3: Okay, but like, doesn't she understand that most muggle things aren't like bigger on the inside than they are on the outside?
1: <laughs> Maybe she has really bad like spatial recognition.
3: <laughs> I guess I could see that. <laughs>
1: She just gets in the car and goes, wow, it's a lot bigger in here than I thought it was. Oh Turns gosh, out it's, so it's, it's magic. Yeah, She's like, you know, from the outside, you wouldn't realize it's this big on the inside.
3: It should only fit five people, honey.
1: Yep. <laughs> not but that anyway, she would know.
3: You're right. Not that she would know. So to her uh, benefit, I guess, mm-hmm. she got a really big seating car. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Anyway, um. I was laughing because <laughs> I was like, why are they all so forgetful? Right. I was like, Ginny in the Diary. And this was when I was like, was this her diary specifically? Or was she besties with Tom already? Because mm-hmm. I don't know. When did she get the diary?
1: Well, she got it in Diagon it Alley. It happened
3: in Diagon Alley already? Yeah. Okay, so it <laughs> is definitely Tom's diary then.
1: You would assume so, yeah.
3: Because I don't think I would flip out that much about, like... My normal one. No. I probably would have just been like, oh, can you just, like, send it to me?
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah.
3: But if she's, like, worried because she's, like, having, like, literal, like, writing sessions with Tom every night, <laughs> then, yeah. like, yeah, I understand. <laughs> Although he's kind of creepy. I
1: mean, I don't know. <laughs>
3: uh, Yours is Okay. Mine is next. Yes. Yep. Okay.
1: Okay. So... Molly forbids Arthur from using the invisibility booster and flying the car to King's Cross because they're already running kind of late. And so they show up, they wind up showing up about a quarter to 11 uh, by the time they get there, just driving. But my question is, when did Arthur learn to drive a car?
3: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know either. I mean, when did the twins learn to drive a car? When did Ron learn to drive a car? When did anyone learn to drive a car? Yes. (laughs) Yes. None of this is like logical. Joe. No,
1: Joe. (laughs) <laughs> yeah i don't i don't get it because i feel like this trip to king's cross just driving would have been a nightmare because arthur probably doesn't really know how to drive
3: sorry i ate another cookie <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know i have another question though how do they yeah. usually get to hop, uh to king's cross how do they usually get there
3: oh because the car's new
1: yeah um
3: do you think that they would like use flu powder
1: but where would they show
3: up I mean, maybe someone who, like, lives nearby that's, like, a wizard family has a, a fireplace that they let all of the other wizard families go through to get to King's Cross?
1: Maybe, but I doubt it.
3: I'm not really sure how logical that is, but that's the only thing yeah, I can think of.
1: The, the more I think about it, the more I'm like, how do wizarding families usually get to King's Cross? Like, it makes no sense.
3: Especially considering the Weasleys are such a big family, so if they all mm-hmm. tried to, like, apparate together, there'd be a huge possibility of splinching.
1: And then you think about pure blood families like the Malfoys who hate Muggles.
3: Yeah, and you
1: wonder how do they get their kids to King's Cross?
3: Yeah, because
1: because as far as we know, you have to go through that barrier to get yeah. to that Ma- platform nine three quarters.
3: Oh gosh, Ugh. sorry, I drank the alcohol. <laughs> okay. Ugh. Don't like
1: it. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's not your fault.
3: It's alcohol's fault.
1: <laughs> I bought it, so.
3: I mean that's true.
1: And then I brought it over to you.
3: That is true. So it's fine though. It's not really your fault. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know how they would get there.
1: I have no idea. That's
3: uh, another question, Joe. Yep. Joe. Answer your fucking questions. Just kidding. <laughs> she's not going to.
1: No, she's, she's too not. busy
3: talking about other stuff.
1: Yeah. Um. <laughs> and pissing people off. <laughs>
3: yeah (laughs) the fact that people care so much i'm just like just just, she's a person okay just like she's gonna have opinions just like we do
1: Mm
3: -hmm. um they just won't be the same ones probably (laughs) uh so okay my my first question i am so confused like after they get to king's cross because Mm -hmm. they get to the barrier right cool 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 everyone's been through it before awesome great um why does Molly send the older kids first?
1: Probably because they're already kind of late and the older kids already know how to do it. And so it's just like, just go. Go. Okay,
3: that's fine. Okay. I'm okay with that. But then why does she go without making sure that every other kid goes through?
1: I don't know. I really don't. Because and if
3: I was a mom helping my kids or mm-hmm. someone else's kids yeah. get through this barrier, I would make sure that they all made it through safely.
1: Yeah, or, you know, like, make Arthur be the last person to go yes. through.
3: Yeah, either have, like, one of them stay behind the rest of everyone and you can go, like, whenever, yeah. like, either at the beginning or in the middle or whatever. Yeah, But, like, make sure that you at least have all of the kids go through before the final adult.
1: Yeah, you know? and, and, like, they put... The like the next youngest two, Ron and Harry, were the last ones, and yeah. I don't understand why they. What it made no sense. <laughs> yeah, I think for me, because watching the movie, I've always wondered that. Yeah, me but too. I just I don't I don't get it. I, just I really don't understand don't.
3: the purpose of writing that. That that is not like it just doesn't work.
1: I mean, the drama.
3: I mean, sure, but but it's still, it's, it's not yeah, logical. <laughs>
1: No, it's not.
3: You, you want to write relatively logically, but yeah, I is, I was like, what?
1: This isn't a logical series, though.
3: True. <laughs> Very true. It has a lot of hairy logic in it, which is not the best logic. Yep. Um, I was like, why would Molly just assume everything will be okay? You can never assume that. You also wouldn't leave two 12-year-olds alone in a big train station. Mm-hmm. Because that doesn't make any sense.
1: Yeah. are 12. <laughs> yeah um 12 year olds are so stupid true
3: i started babysitting when i was 12 and i don't think i was ready <laughs> but it's yikes fine. yeah um so yeah that's what i have to say about it mm-hmm. the barrier yeah. thing i just they get left behind
1: yeah yeah oh yeah off. and like um, i i understand that molly and arthur were kind of like oh it's Ginny's first year like we gotta make sure Ginny gets there and on the train and whatnot but they just completely forget about harry and yeah. ron
3: yeah I just like don't
1: come on <laughs> yeah i don't i don't understand it
3: so uh i was like the one time when harry's logic is the best way because he's like why don't we just wait by the car you <laughs> skipped
1: my note
3: oh you have another note I'm sorry. i do.
1: sorry i'm sorry go ahead i have two oh, notes oh, oh, actually
3: oh, oh oh my bad sorry go ahead
1: <laughs> i have two notes so the first one i'm kind of quoting from the book here it says Ron ran to pick up Hedwig, who was causing such a scene that there was a lot of muttering about cruelty to animals from the surrounding crowd. <laughs> and I was kind of like, they have her in a cage to transport her, and they just accidentally run into each other, and that means they're being cruel to her? What? <laughs> I'm confused. I, I, don't, I don't understand this.
3: Yeah, I'm very confused. Yeah,
1: (laughs) because, you know, you would think that people would obviously be like, oh, they ran into each other. Oh, that poor owl, but not, oh, my God, animal cruelty.
3: Yeah.
1: Like, yeah, I don't don't get it.
3: (laughs) I don't either. That's really weird. Yeah. And then your next one.
1: And then the next one, I think, was Ron. Hold on. I have to look this one up because I can't quite remember.
3: I remember
1: it. I, I'm trying to remember what like Ron had been asking. Well, he just
3: whatever. asks him if he has any Muggle money.
1: Well, yeah, for something.
3: Well, so they can get snacks, I think. Oh,
1: it doesn't. It doesn't say.
3: I assume it's probably so they can get snacks because Ron's like always hungry.
1: I have no idea because here I'll read it to you. <laughs> it's gone," said Ron, sounding stunned. The train's left. What if Mum and Dad can't get back through to us? Have you got any Muggle money? <laughs> and then. <laughs> <laughs> and so I assume it's probably just how are we gonna get back home or whatever it but, might be
3: transport yeah
1: yeah uh but then the next thing which is quoted in my notes is Harry yes. saying the Dursleys haven't given me pocket money for about six years and I'm like were they giving him pocket money before like back when he was six I doubt it I doubt it yeah um
3: I feel like maybe the most he ever got was like a cent or two there yeah like every once in a while
1: that's what I would think
3: I just don't understand. I don't know that whole exchange mm-hmm. about the muggle money just doesn't make sense. Um, I feel like it could have been left out.
1: Yeah, it either could have been left out or it could have been expanded upon just a little bit. Yeah, about like, why Ron why was they asking. needed it or whatever. Yeah. yeah,
3: So I don't know. It's it's not a great set of lines, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> but whatever. Ron has weird questions. I whatever.
1: Guess. Yeah.
3: Um. <laughs> So, I guess we can go to my note that I skipped. Now, now we can go to your notes. Uh, skipped your notes for? <laughs> okay. Um, so, yeah, so back to the Harry logic thing, he's all like, why don't we just wait by the car? And I was like, yes, worry about the Weasleys, Harry. Okay. Um, And I was like, just kidding, he's excited about Ron driving a flying car, because yeah. Ron's like,
1: oh my gosh, the car, we can take the car! Yeah, Ron, and... was, Ron was like, Harry, you're a genius. <laughs>
3: yeah, the car. I was like, Harry didn't say, let's take the car, Harry said, let's wait by the car. Yeah. <laughs> there is a difference, Ron. Definitely. Um, so I was like, what the fuck, there's no good logic here. Harry was on the verge of having a smart moment, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> One smart moment. But then Wong Ron had to fuck mama. it up. <laughs> yep. Um, and, and so then. Oh, yes. Do you have uh, oh, I was saying,
1: then here's my question Where did yeah. Ron learn to open the trunk, turn on the car, and then drive it himself? <laughs> Probably from watching
3: it. Fred and George.
1: Okay, but he's not allowed to do magic outside of school. Yeah. So it's, it's partly a like, did he learn Aloha Mora to open the trunk? And then how did he turn on the car? What did he use for that?
3: I don't
1: know. <laughs> I don't know either. And then where did he learn to drive it? Like especially driving through the air, I, which is something yeah. I don't understand. I don't yeah, understand I don't how understand it works.
3: That it doesn't make yeah. Any sense.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But
3: they basically have chitty chitty bang bang. So yeah. Um. But yeah. So they at least turn the car invisible before they fly up.
1: I would say my my one note about the whole invisibility booster thing. Uh-huh. Is that it makes them all invisible. Like Harry yeah. like turns to the side and like Ron is also invisible. Yeah. Which doesn't make sense.
3: Nope, it doesn't. It should fo- um what's it called? It should work. That's not the word I'm looking for, but Oh, function. It should function the same way that the invisibility cloak would.
1: Yeah, exactly. That was my exact thought.
3: I don't understand.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't get it.
3: Um but anyway. It doesn't work. It fails. Mm-hmm. So they are seen over London. You would assume because most people mm-hmm. don't ignore the sky all day, especially if there's a big giant car in it.
1: Oh yeah, <laughs> they're they're um, definitely going to be like, "What's that giant thing flying up in the air?"
3: Exactly,
1: it's a car.
3: Um, so. I was like, they don't know where to go, but they do keep putting a flying car inside of muggles. Uh-huh.
1: Uh-huh. Here is <laughs> um, my thing, though. Yes. Because, well, actually, you can go ahead and say your next note and then I'll say my thing.
3: Okay. I was like, Harry wants to tra- just travel in a flying car all the time and he wants Fred and George to be jealous. And I was like, they're in for a rough awakening.
1: Mm mm-hmm. Okay. So here's my thing. Yes. They're flying above the clouds. Like, after they've found the Hogwarts Express, like, they're flying above the clouds and they're like, oh, we'll check back on the train every half hour. And I'm like, half hour? You don't know the path of the train. Right? Like, they could say that it just goes straight north and that's it, which if you listen to Goblet of Wine, you know that that's not it.
3: Yeah, (laughs) it's
1: not accurate. It's not accurate. But so I'm like, they check back every half hour? I'd be checking back every five minutes.
3: Dude, same. I would literally be flying under the clouds just following it. Yeah, the same. I would not be um flying over the clouds, assuming no. I know where that is.
1: I'd be checking every like thirty seconds. I'd be like, Am I still on their yep. trail? Okay, I'm good. Yep. I'd
3: be like,
1: wee wee <laughs> wee. wee. <laughs> yeah. Make everyone in the car sick.
3: Exactly. <laughs> and that's what like, seven hours of traveling that they're doing. So that's insane.
1: something like that, yeah um (laughs) which which brings me to my next comment
3: okay
1: several uneventful hours later i was like how is the car not out of gas yet (laughs) seriously
3: yeah that's a really good (laughs) like how did the car
1: go for that long
3: i'm not really sure i think maybe it's just magical
1: i mm, I I, don't like
3: that explanation i have a problem with
1: this car (laughs)
3: i also have a problem with the the anglia i I have such
1: a problem with it
3: (laughs) yes yes yes, obnoxious yes uh so they do make a comment because Harry's all like oh my gosh this is the best thing ever but then several hours later he's sitting there sweating he's Mm -hmm. taken any kind of layer he could take off without being like naked basically yep (laughs) um he's Got his shirt sticking to him, so he's yep. super sweaty. And I think both the seats—I think
1: the seats are leather too, so that I really doesn't so help.
3: Yeah, that makes it way worse. Those yep. like make you sweat so much more oh, when it's hot. I know,
1: <laughs> I know. Uh, My dad's car is leather, like faux leather seats. I used to have awful. leather seats, oh, so they're awful. The
3: yeah, well, Especially, they're not awful in the sense that they're super easy to clean.
1: <laughs> yes, you're correct about that. They're. They're awful in the sense that when it's hot, they're super hot,
3: and when it's cold, they're super
1: cold. Oh well, that's fine for me, but <laughs> personally, during the summer here where we live, yeah, that means I like, I, yeah, you would have to like put down a towel before you sit down so you don't or burn like make yourself. sure that
3: you're not wearing like shorts.
1: I say that's my problem because I'm usually wearing shorts when it's really hot so I'm always like well I need a towel or something
3: yeah I would like always burn my thighs I was like no exactly
1: (laughs) same that's why I don't like yeah no can't do it
3: Uh, but anyway
1: yeah all of this is
3: happening they ate a a ton of little what are they toffees that they had toffees yeah you're right um, and so now they're sitting there thirsty because mm-hmm. they don't have any drinks with them. They just ate a bunch of candy mm-hmm. and it's hot as hell. Yeah. So they're like, ooh, I really want some pumpkin juice right now.
1: Wait, <laughs> hold on. Wait, yes. hold yes. on. Yes. Why are they hot? Because um, you would assume that higher up in the air, it's colder.
3: Yes, but I think because they're over the cloud line, they might have so the So maybe sun. the sun.
1: Okay. Yes. Yeah. So I think
3: that's probably what it was. Okay. Um, I don't think Joe really thought about that, but oh, I'm no, definitely trying not. to explain it.
1: <laughs> no, I mean, like, I had that thought, too. I was like, oh, the sun, but still, they're up yeah. several thousand feet up in the air, I would assume.
3: I mean, okay, maybe not I would assume that they don't hundreds. have the windows open, though, so oh, there no, definitely is not. a very high chance that the sun is cooking them slowly.
1: That's, yeah, it's entirely possible.
3: Okay. Well, we kind of maybe gave Maybe, it an maybe figured it out. <laughs> um but yeah so they're like sitting there wishing they had like the trolley and some, mm-hmm. some good old pumpkin juice that they could get off the trolley because mm-hmm. like they know that the train is nice and comfortable and oh yeah good food on it and the drinks that they want and they don't have any of that in the car nope um so yes then the car gets worse and yep. it sounds like it's breaking and almost as if it is potentially protesting the journey that they are making. And I was like, how did Ron even drive the car?
1: <laughs> we don't know.
3: We don't know.
1: Uh-huh.
3: He's 12. Um, I definitely didn't know how to drive a car when I was 12.
1: Oh, no. Neither did I. <laughs>
3: um, but then they, surprisingly, make it to Hogwarts. They find the castle. They're, um, they're flying over the lake. Mm-hmm and then the car engine dies
1: yeah which (laughs) brings me to a point where i don't like the car because the engine dies completely that's what it says it says and the engine died completely and i was like of course that means it died in that moment but how does it come back to life later
3: i do not know magic
1: magic (laughs) i know but i hate it
3: I also hate it because it's not a good explanation, but it's the explanation Joe always gives. I know. (laughs) um, (laughs) But yeah, basically they are going crashing. They're definitely going to crash somewhere. They hit the wall of Hogwarts, or they almost hit. They almost hit hit the wall because Ron. Like, yoinks yeah. the
1: steering wheel. Or I think Harry um, does, actually.
3: Oh. oh, I don't know. Whoever it is, they, they I th-
1: narrowly avoid it. I think what's happening is this is when Ron pulls out his wand oh, and, is, right. and is yelling stop, stop, and whatnot, and yeah. Harry's kind of like Ron and like grabs and, like, the wheel. It's and... a
3: muggle thing. <laughs> yeah. That makes sense. So it probably was Harry who grabbed the steering yeah. wheel. But anyway, they he steers it and um, they avoid the wall, but they do not avoid the Whomping Willow. Yeah. And that's where they land. Nice and safe in the tree.
1: Yes. So I I really want to know why Ron thought his whacking of the car with his wand and you "stop" was going to work. I don't know. <laughs> like, I assume it's probably just because he grew up in the Wizarding World and was like, oh, magic fixes everything. So obviously yeah. magic will stop this car, even though I don't know how to do it.
3: Yeah, except that it doesn't.
1: <laughs> it doesn't, and he breaks his wand.
3: Poor Wani sure. Poo.
1: <laughs> yep.
3: Um. Yeah. So they're in the Whomping Willow, and uh, I was like, "Well, Ron's wand is broken. It should be fixed asap. Seems like a safety issue."
1: <laughs> yeah.
3: Um, which it proves to be a safety issue throughout the book.
1: <laughs>
3: hmm. Um. But yes, so the Womping Willow is like, oh no, you don't do this to me. Yep. <laughs> and it just starts smacking the crap out of the
1: car. Yep.
3: <laughs> and it attacks them too, because apparently it has access to their faces. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh-huh.
3: Um But anyway, the the car eventually um Yoinks itself out of the tree because it has a serious case of self-preservation.
1: Yep. <laughs> um, the car was like, "Hey, you both are idiots. I'm getting us yeah. out of here."
3: Yeah, it's like I'm getting out of this tree, and you guys are not staying with me. So it kicks yep. everyone out. It throws them out. Yep. Throws all their stuff out, and then it drives away. Um, uh-huh. When it throws Hedwig out, it made me laugh the most because it threw her cage, uh-huh. and it popped open. Hedwig flew away, pissed. She I don't was think mad. it
1: popped open. Does it? Maybe it does. Hold on. I'm double-checking. There's checking. No other way
3: she flew away. <laughs> I thought they let her out. No.
1: <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. I'm finding it. Oh, yeah. You're right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you you're right. right. Yeah. No. <laughs> um,
3: I was like, definitely not a good arrival. Not anything mm-hmm. near the victory landing that they thought they would have. Mm-hmm. So.
1: Which I don't know how they thought they were going to land that thing.
3: Yeah, I don't know what they, they were. Gonna like,
1: land. oh, it's going to be a smooth landing, and, you know, Fred and George are going to be jealous. And I was like, No. Yeah, that no. I think they,
3: I think they had like envisioned a moment where everyone was like on the grounds watching. Oh, definitely.
1: Land, which but like how? I, is that yeah, really cool? <laughs> yeah. I was also thinking in this moment though when they said they were gonna have a smooth landing, I was thinking of like every plane ride I've ever been on. Yeah. <laughs> <nope>. <laughs> because they're not always smooth landings.
3: Nope. Not I've so had
1: not some very bad. rough landings.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Same. I have too.
1: And these are people who, you know, went to school and became pilots.
3: Yeah, they, like, know what they're doing. They know what they're <laughs>
1: doing. Ron does not know what he's doing.
3: He doesn't. He has no clue.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> um, so then we, we get to the point where the boys are like, well, let's go inside. So they head on into <laughs> the castle with all their stuff. Um, and... I was like, well, this is the second book where they, like, sort of make it to the sorting, but not in time to hear the song. So, you don't hear the song in this one either.
1: Yeah, I have a question, though.
3: Yes, go ahead.
1: What fucking window were Ron and Harry looking into to watch the sorting?
3: I don't know.
1: I think Jo made up a window (laughs) just for the scene.
3: I really think she did, and then she forgot (laughs) that the Great Hall had a window and never included it ever again. Yes. Because it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. It doesn't show up because ever again.
1: There is no window. There exactly. is no window. <laughs>
3: there is no window, guys. The only
1: window is, you know, at like the very back of the great hall where the professor sits.
3: Yeah. And that's yeah. definitely and not the, the window. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's not the window they were that's looking not the at. not the window. <laughs> so, yeah. Um so, they're sitting here watching and they're like Oh, oh, what is it that they say? Oh,
1: they're talking about... Hold on. Oh, they're talking about the professors. Oh,
3: yeah. 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 Hold on. Don't they say something about Snape?
1: Oh, yeah, yep, yep, yep. I got okay. it, I got it, I got okay. it.
3: That's what I was, like, looking for.
1: <laughs> How much of it do you want me to read? All of it, or just the few comments that they have just at like, the end? Just, just
3: the few comments at the end.
1: Okay, so they're asking where Snape is, and then yeah. you get... Maybe he's ill, said Ron, hopefully. Maybe he's left, said Harry, because he missed out on the Defense Against the Dark Arts job again. Or he might have been sacked, said Ron enthusiastically. I mean, everyone hates him. Or maybe. (laughs)
3: Right when they say that, (laughs) our lovely favorite potions professor shows up.
1: (laughs) Or maybe, said a very cold voice right behind them, he's waiting to hear why you two didn't arrive on the school train.
3: Yes. Because we all know Snape loves to dole out some punishments, oh, especially definitely. to his two favorite students. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> um, so uh, I was laughing because it the book describes Snape right here. And I was like, I'm shook. This description of Snape is nasty. Is it? <laughs> and I was like, but I kind of love the fact that he was waiting to find them so they could get in trouble. They deserve it. And I was like, they should have done Harry's first idea. Wait by the car. Yep. (laughs) Um, But I thought it was funny because Snape can read minds and this is his first chance to kind of like show that he does because they're all like um, freaking out because they kind of showed uh, London the car because the Mm -hmm. car wasn't, you know, invisible. Yeah, and Snape like makes a comment about it, and they're both like, "What?" And you're sitting there like, "Lol, Snape totally knows." And then he pulls up a newspaper article. Mm-hmm. But also, I'm pretty sure that he just knew, like, he didn't have to like have a newspaper article to back himself up, because um, he has the occulency thing.
1: He knew because of the newspaper first, though, or yes, because the Weasleys but... went, "Holy fuck, where's our car?"
3: Yeah, yeah. I don't know anyway i just think it's funny because so, like, it's like the first point where you kind of get an idea that he might potentially be able to know what people are thinking
1: i think there was a point in the first book actually but i could I be wrong i don't, I don't think know. there
3: was i don't know this is the first time that i remember there being anything um,
1: i don't know <laughs>
3: but anyway Uh, Snape is all like, oh, I'm so excited. You guys are going to, like, get the boot. You're going to have to leave Hogwarts. And they're both very sad and upset about this or whatever. Mm -hmm. So then, like, Dumbledore and McGonagall show up. Right, Dumbledore? Well, Snape
1: goes and gets McGonagall. Because he's not the one who's allowed to expel them. Yeah, because he's
3: not their head of house.
1: Yes, and the, the thing that I love in this moment... Or, like, in this part of the story is that, you know, when Snape brings him and brings them into his office yeah. is that, you know, you see Snape just essentially, not, not necessarily yelling at them, but he's just kind of like, oh, you guys have done such bad things, blah, 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 whatever. And he doesn't give them a chance to explain themselves. Yes. But when McGonagall comes in, she immediately is like, tell me the story. And so yeah. they get a chance to explain. I think that's really good. Like, that's a really good moment for a teacher just or like a parent or whatever, you know, in general, like give the children a chance to explain before you go off on them or whatever, you know, or try to, uh, uh, like discipline them in a good way. But after they've explained themselves.
3: Yeah. Um, When he went to get McGonagall, I was sitting here laughing because I was thinking of, like, Snape going and getting his bestie, like, oh, you've got some students to get rid of. (laughs) I was like, oh, yes. (laughs) And I'm sure
1: McGonagall would have been like, I'm not getting rid of them
3: exactly exactly so Snape's like dang it
1: yeah and he's probably like okay but you should And she's like no yeah.
3: he's like egging her on like please uh-huh. please get rid
1: yeah. of them please, please kick them out please kick them out now we haven't had a good expulsion in a while
3: exactly see, I can see this being a thing and McGonagall will be like I'm not expelling them go away yeah like stop this isn't happening today yeah um so like obviously she gets there and she's like okay explain and yeah. they do and she's like hmm okay <laughs> uh and she just tells them they have to do detention right
1: yeah she gives them a detention
3: yeah that's a real chill um exchange i would say yeah, for stealing a flying car and underage magicing and stuff. Oh yeah, I was saying like
1: they don't even get a letter from the Ministry of Magic. Yeah. And so I wonder if it's because they've shown up at Hogwarts and so then it's like Dumbledore's job to deal with oh, that. Like it's
3: his jurisdiction. Yeah,
1: exactly. So that's that. that's my thought about that.
3: That would make sense because otherwise they should have gotten a letter. Mm-hmm. You're right.
1: But you would also think that maybe, just maybe, while they were flying, after hearing reports of muggles seeing a flying car, they would go looking for this flying car. Yeah. And they didn't.
3: Also true.
1: Where are the wizard cops?
3: I don't know where the wizard cops
1: are. <laughs> <laughs> wizard cops.
3: The wizard cops. Um, so McGonagall decides that they don't need to go to the feast. And she I mean just makes them a never ending plate of sandwiches. I don't I
1: don't know why you would let them go to the feast after that. So I mean I'm
3: glad she didn't let them. Because well, the reason she didn't want them to go is because she didn't want them talking about the car.
1: Oh yeah, it was it was definitely a mixture of the whole car thing, but also well, I mean that's the whole thing. They would walk yeah. in and everyone would be like, Oh my god. And so it's exactly. like you don't especially for a first year's first Hogwarts feast, you don't want yeah. that. Yeah. So really instead,
3: like on their first night back at Hogwarts, they get to just gorge themselves on sandwiches.
1: That come out of nowhere? I'm like, yep. they had to have been prepared in the Hogwarts kitchens for them already.
3: I'm pretty sure that's how it works at Hogwarts. I like, would say, because you the can't create... just apparate the food to the place.
1: You can't create something out of nothing.
3: No, you absolutely so, cannot. So that's
1: why I was kind of like, and where did these come from?
3: Well, I think it's the same thing at the in the Great Hall, too, though, because I think the house elves just oh, absolutely all the food all the time. Well, so yeah.
1: Well, yeah, they have a Hogwarts kitchen. That's exactly how they get there.
3: So I'm pretty sure it's the same thing. Like, she just kind of, yeah. I guess, I mean, created some sort of gateway for the house elves to figure out. Um,
1: well, I mean, McGonagall had to magic it there, yes. but at least the first time. But then oh. I guess the reappearing would have been the house elves.
3: Well, maybe. Well, yeah. Definitely, the reappearing is the house elves. But maybe there's like um, a corresponding like platter or something.
1: To oh, that's entirely possible. Each yeah. dish
3: that like goes out of the kitchen. Yeah. So there's a dish that's not in the kitchen. A dish that is in the kitchen. And so they just put the food on the plate that's in the kitchen, and it goes yeah. straight to the other one. Yeah. Joe, why did you not explain this? <laughs>
1: because kids aren't going to think about it.
3: But I like thinking about these things. Well, we're
1: not kids.
3: I would have liked it when I was a kid, too. (laughs) Um, Anyway, Anyway. they get really full. They've stuffed themselves on sandwiches, which personally I don't really like sandwiches, so that's kind of gross, but it's fine. Mm -hmm. Um, So they stuff themselves, and then they're like, okay, well, let's go back to Gryffindor Tower. And when they decided to do that, I was like, I don't understand how you're going to get in there. Right? I was like do you you don't know the password for this year. And or it's the not, passwords or whatever. Yeah,
1: and it's not like McGonagall told them what yeah, the password she didn't. was.
3: <laughs> um, so I don't understand that 100%. So they get to the portrait no. and they're like, "Oh shoot, we don't know the password." Uh-huh. And who do you think would show up but Hermione? At
1: Hermione. The time.
3: She knows the passwords, so she lets them in.
1: Why was she <laughs> outside the common room?
3: Um, I'm not sure. She might have been looking for them, potentially. No. I don't
1: know. No, because she would know that they're, like, with the professor or something, you know?
3: Yeah. Like,
1: she wouldn't go looking for them.
3: Yeah, I don't know.
1: I I don't don't know know. either.
3: Maybe Hermione has, like, a secret lover.
1: (laughs) I would say, uh, maybe. (laughs) 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 But, I mean, it could be that she was waiting for them to show up so she could let them in. That's and so possible. she, and so that she was also the first person to see them yeah. before they went inside.
3: Yeah, that's definitely possible. I don't know.
1: So that's what I'm going with. I could see that. Yeah.
3: Um, but anyway, they get let in. And mm-hmm. I was laughing because the entirety of Gryffindor House is uh, in the common room just clapping and cheering for Harry and Ron and how they landed at Hogwarts. Yep. And Harry gets his wish. Fred and George are jealous mm-hmm. and wish that they had been invited in the car. Um, and then Percy very clearly wants to go off on them, so they're like, "Let's um, let's let's go to bed. Yeah, yep. let's do that." <laughs> so, what I thought was dumb was that they go to their old dorm. Yes, which yes, the door now says second year,
1: which makes no sense.
3: Yes. I said, wouldn't it make more sense for them to move up to the next floor in the tower?
1: Well, they'd move down, I think. Or whatever it is. I think, because I get the feeling that their fir- their first dormitory was like the top of the tower. Hold okay. on. Because I'm pretty sure I read, like, they went to the top of Gryffindor Tower and to their dorm. Hold on. I'll find it.
3: Because I just I feel like it should just be the next floor. Yeah. Like, whether it goes up or down, I don't care. I just feel like it should be the next floor. Yeah, it be the same it, one
1: it says they hurried up they hurried up it right to the top and it at last reached okay, the door of so yeah. their old dormitory which now had so a sign yeah. on it saying second years
3: so it is at the top so yeah. i'm i'm confused
1: yeah you would where think where
3: do the first years go now
1: <laughs> i i get the feeling that if they stay in the same dormitory all seven years okay. then whatever the seventh years were the last year that's where the first years go now
3: Oh. But it
1: makes no sense.
3: I don't like that.
1: I don't like it either.
3: Because they all have to move out anyway, so why not just rotate?
1: Right? <laughs> right.
3: But whatever, it's fine. That's why it makes um, no sense. True. So they go in, right? Uh-huh. And um, I was like, and this scene clearly tells us that there are only five boys in each house in their year. So now made... you are wrong
1: about the well, student count. It, it only said five boys in Gryffindor.
3: Yeah, but...
1: Well, it didn't I say mean, each year, but you, you would assume.
3: It's their year. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, Which but means, it specifically says Gryffindor boys.
3: Yes, but you can assume I that quoted it's it. the same for all the others. I quoted
1: it in my notes. I know, notes.
3: I know, I see it. You, but you can assume that it's the same for every other... Oh, yeah,
1: you would, you would assume, I would assume, but yeah. it, like, it, it was specific to Gryffindor boys the second year. So I'm like, I don't, (laughs) I was like, ah, yes, J.K.R., you're (laughs) just writing yourself into a plot hole. Only five second year Gryffindor boys.
3: Yeah. She can't, I just, she can't say that there are 800 something students at Hogwarts when there are very clearly not.
1: No. And like, I get the fact that like, if you know your Harry Potter history, you know that around the time these boys were born, I think, or something, or no. Yeah, no. No. Around the time these boys were born, or whatever, like Voldemort was getting rid of like lists of Muggle borns or whatever. Yeah, and so it's possible that there are some students that didn't get their letters. That's true. But she's uh, I uh, no, she wrote five.
3: Yeah. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. Five. So okay, so let's let's assume. <laughs> yeah, let's do the math again. There's five boys and five girls. You add those mm-hmm. together, that's 10 in each year. Mm-hmm. There's seven years in each house. Yep. So that's 10 70. times 7 is 70. Times 4 is, is 280. 280. Yeah. 280. So that's how many students you have at the school if you're assuming you have max capacity. Yes. So I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Joe, you got some explaining to do.
3: Where did the 800 come from? Yeah.
1: <laughs> And like I understand that in her head she wanted to visualize eight hundred, but the way she wrote it,
3: her math is wrong.
1: (laughs) I know. I mean, we already exposed her for her bad counting in the first book. So true. (laughs) There were three students left to be sorted. One, two, three, and four. That makes three.
3: Yeah, that's definitely three. (laughs) Thank you, Joe. Thanks, Joe. Um, (laughs) So that's the end of that chapter.
1: What? What? Um,
3: Woo! And now we get to move on to Gilderoy Lockhart.
1: Everyone's favorite wizard.
3: And I just want to make a comment about how this chapter describes Gilderoy very well. Yes. Um, and I think that the movie did a very good job, but I'll talk more about that when we get to the movie.
1: Oh, I, I definitely agree with you there.
3: Because, I yes. Yeah. 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 I'm really glad they did not cast Hugh Grant for that.
1: I can't even picture Hugh Grant. I can't. Hold on. I have to look him up real quick. So I it know who's talking about It would upset
3: me so much if they put Hugh Grant as Gilderoy Lockhart. Like, I'm sure he would have done just fine. Oh, me.
1: no. Please, no.
3: But he's not Gilderoy Lockhart. No. You
1: know? Definitely like not. Kenneth
3: Branagh is. Hugh Grant is not.
1: <laughs> Agreed. Yeah, no. He, yeah. Anyway. i just searched up gilderoy lockhart and there's a picture of him with a mask on oh no like like covid nice (laughs) that's great i love it (laughs) Uh, Uh, oh what is this photo
3: (laughs) i don't know i'm struggling with the alcohol here
1: (laughs) there's a photo of gilderoy and hermione oh no and hermione's looking up at him like oh my god i can't believe i'm here with him of course and this is like i mean this is like the actors yeah (laughs) but i can't tell if it's an actual photo it might be an actual photo but i'm just like it probably is yeah
3: um anyway Anyway, chapter six you're fine
1: chapter six
3: I was like, yay, owls! And then I was like, they need what? to learn how to aim because Errol literally lands in Hermione's drink.
1: No, Errol needs to learn how to aim.
3: Okay, true, but still.
1: <laughs> the other owls are fine. <laughs> I just oh. get
3: worried whenever they drop stuff on the the tables. Oh,
1: most of them are fine. It's just Errol yeah. who has problems.
3: That's true. It okay. literally lands in her drink. That's gross. Okay, my
1: thing about Hermione's drink is that they called it a jug. Yeah. And in my mind, I'm like, a jug is like... A jug of milk or something you know like a gallon of milk so that's a huge drink Hermione yeah
3: it's like a huge pitcher or whatever
1: a huge pitcher I'm like that's not Hermione's drink that's that's the pitcher
3: yeah it should be like the the area's (laughs) drink yeah they all share it in their little cups except they they don't
1: have pitchers
3: yeah that's the only
1: thing I don't
3: know um but yeah so he he lands he's dropping something off Uh right (laughs) and um Ron and Neville are visibly freaking out, um, Uh horrified. And Harry and Hermione are both like, what is happening? (laughs) (laughs) We have no clue why you guys are acting the way you're acting.
1: And obviously, Um, Howlers must be kind of rare. Yeah. Since Harry and Hermione haven't seen one, haven't heard of one. Exactly. Uh, So I'm kind of, I like, I'm pretty sure this is like the first and last time a Howlers ever mentioned in this series. No, it's not. Oh, it's not? there's another
3: one from the ministry of magic i don't remember oh wait
1: it's in the third book i think so yeah yeah i I don't that didn't i guess that was a howler it's
3: a howler
1: Uh, i don't know why (laughs) they would send a howler though
3: i don't know it's just not a howler from um from like a parent figure i don't i
1: don't know that that's a howler
3: it is it is a howler
1: is it described as a howler in the book
3: definitely a howler yes
1: <laughs> i i'm not sure i believe that
3: <laughs> okay i'm we'll not to that there. book
1: yet so don't worry,
3: we'll get there we'll get there but uh i don't know if it's in the third one though we'll see.
1: oh uh yes uh speaking of neville yes uh, neville said something about like uh you should open it it's only worse if you don't open it and i'm like yeah. how is it worse yeah because
3: he ignored one once yeah
1: how is I mean, it worse if you don't
3: just, like, if it's worth, I feel like it might just follow you around and like yell at you the whole day instead of just like delivering its message and then ripping itself up or burning itself up.
1: Okay, but why?
3: I don't know because it's a punishment. You don't ignore punishment.
1: I <laughs> mean, um, you can if you try really hard.
3: And you know that Molly sent it specifically <laughs> so that it would be opened at
1: Yeah. Breakfast. Oh, which furiates me.
3: Infuriates me too. I'm
1: so angry about it.
3: I am also quite angry. Um, first of all, it's not cool to humiliate your kids in public.
1: That's why I'm so angry. But I also second
3: of all, she's willing to literally tell everyone that her like her husband mm-hmm. is in trouble at work. Yeah. She told everyone yeah. that. They're not oh, yeah. gonna like not tell their parents. Yeah. They're not gonna keep that a secret. <laughs>
1: I mean, like, they figured it out. Like, the car was gone. And then, you know, they show up at Hogwarts with the flying car and blah, blah, blah. And obviously, they like, Dumbledore and Minerva had to write home about it and whatnot. Uh, But, yeah, like, first of all, why would you embarrass your child in front of all of his classmates? Mm -hmm. Secondly, why would you send him a howler in front of all of his classmates talking about your family's business?
3: Yeah. Which is not for the rest (laughs) of the school nope it's
1: not and also also in this howler she says it's entirely your fault and i was like that's the worst part of it like yes yes it was ron's fault and harry's yeah but like he does he doesn't need this in front of the entire school
3: no definitely do not i hate it i also hate it
1: i'm really glad Ginny wasn't mentioned though (laughs) i'm really glad love it yeah
3: um but doesn't she like mention something to harry about how like Nope. no, I
1: don't know. no, it, no, was no it was all directed at ron just yelling at ron. it was that's all good. yelling at ron
3: okay that's good i hate it yeah yeah it's annoying um mm-hmm. but <laughs> yeah i was laughing because i i wrote um that harry was like what's a howler and i was like just you wait and see harry mm-hmm. um And then it burst into flames, um, and I was like, what a way to go out. Uh, And then, okay, what really annoyed me about the next part was that Harry, like, as he's, like, walking around, everything he sees, like, makes him feel guilty.
1: Everything he sees as in, Like, the Whomping
3: Willow, and, like, just other different things. And I, like, there were, like, different things that were mentioned, like, I think there were, like, three things in a row or whatever, and I was like, can you stop? mentioning it once is enough we do not need to hear how he's guilty three different times
1: okay yeah but you have to think about the fact that that's what's on his mind
3: i mean yes but
1: okay but if if like like i know there are definitely times like in everyone's lives where there's something just on your mind all day and maybe you feel bad about it or whatever and so it is the first thing on your mind and so to have it mentioned in the book like this so many times quote unquote as you say like it makes sense that's my opinion but
3: i feel like i guess okay in my opinion if i was writing this part i would have like listed the things Mm -hmm. and then mentioned how it made him feel guilty instead of mentioning it three separate times but i don't know
1: see i don't remember it being mentioned that much or like at all maybe once but (laughs)
3: Maybe it was well, just because I was listening to it. I would say it's probably yeah.
1: I was <laughs> saying it's probably because you were listening to it and I was just reading it. Yeah. So I think listening is definitely different than reading.
3: Yeah. In certain
1: aspects, because um, so, a lot of
3: times if if something's like repetitive or whatever, while well, you're just reading it, you don't mm-hmm. get um, bombarded by it. Yeah. You just kind of skip over it. Yeah. But if you're listening to it, you kind of have to just get through it. Mm-hmm there's no skipping <laughs> but anyway uh, the okay so they're going to their um herbology class with sprout have you had any more notes or anything i mean my
1: next thing is with lockhart and professor okay. sprout cool,
3: cool cool so they get to uh where lockhart and sprout are and lockhart's like explaining something about like the whomping willow and sprout's clearly not excited about this <laughs> um and I was like, Lockhart not so subtly trying to tell them that he is much better at herbology than Sprout. Um, uh uh-huh.
1: I okay, I like, what? <laughs> yeah, my comments on this was just, <laughs> oh my fucking God. Did Lockhart just force his way into Professor Sprout's work with the Wombing Willow?
3: Literally. Literally. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he did. Oh, he
1: definitely did
3: that's annoying and you're right no wonder that she's like disgruntled or upset or whatever
1: definitely (laughs) definitely
3: yikers guys yikers yikes and then harry uh like shows up obviously like lockhart sees him yeah and lockhart's like oh okay and sprout's like i'm gonna start my class now (laughs) so she's like Mm -hmm. let's go to the greenhouse guys Mm-hmm. And um Lockhart's like, um, can I can I borrow Harry for like a second? And she's like, Yeah, sure, <laughs> I guess. And so they all go to the greenhouse or like they start making their way there, and Lockhart pulls Harry aside and he's like, So like this isn't how you should try to get famous. Like I know you're trying really hard to get famous, but like flying a car through the skies, so that's just not the way, Harry. hmm
1: And I was like, mm-hmm.
3: I'm sorry, what? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, he definitely didn't do it for the publicity, but I ate. I was like, what is wrong with this guy? Like, it's just it's, calm down, all right? <laughs>
1: it's because Lockhart is so obsessed with being famous he that he sees Harry and thinks, ah, Harry, that famous kid. Um, obviously, he wants to be more famous. Yeah. Uh, and so I have all the knowledge about being famous. So I'm going to, yeah. you know, spread my wisdom, wisdom yeah. to him.
3: But he has no wisdom, so
1: no. it's fine guys. And here's the funniest part about this entire little discussion with Where he Lockhart calls Harry and Harry. A nobody. <laughs> yeah, he essentially calls Harry a nobody and just really downplays <laughs> Harry's achievement as the boy yeah. who lived, which I thought was just super odd since, you know, everyone was losing their shit when Harry started going to Hogwarts.
3: Well, I mean technically it's um it's Lily's achievement.
1: <laughs> well yeah, but to the wizarding yes. world <laughs> it's It's harry's achievement
3: yeah (laughs) but let's be honest lily killed voldemort two years in a row or like two times in a row
1: (laughs) two years years. in a row
3: (laughs) it was two times in a row though because she killed him when harry was one and then she killed him again when he was 11 (laughs) yep Uh, (laughs) so you know lily's got some lasting power guys (laughs) oh yeah oh yeah (laughs) But yeah, I was so, like, I was, like, a nobody Harry, really? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, yeah, that's definitely, that's definitely what it is. Um I was, like, Lockhart thinks he was just as much of a nobody as Harry when he was younger. Uh-huh. I was, like, who's literally not a nobody. And I was, like, what the fuck? And it, it's a start about how Harry got his fame. I was, like, no. Just, just no. No.
1: That's, no. no. Definitely not.
3: <laughs> I'm sorry. Him being involved with Voldemort is way more important than you stealing books from people. Thank you.
1: Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, (laughs) I I also made a comment. I just said Lockhart is so full of himself that he thinks every famous witch or wizard is also full of themselves. Yes! I don't
3: understand it.
1: No! That's not how this works. You've met Dumbledore, right?
3: Yeah.
1: Like, Come on.
3: Weird stuff, man. I know. Anyway, Harry finally gets free of Lockhart. Yes. And so he gets to go to his herbology class, which we don't see a lot of in the books, but we do get to see it in this one because it's important to the plot. Yeah. Um, (laughs) And basically what they're working on are mandrakes. Mm -hmm. And so Hermione answers Sprout's questions. She does it two questions in a row, I think, and she gets points to Gryffindor for both. Which is how you should reward someone for knowing the answers to questions. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you, should, you shouldn't take points away from them for being an insufferable know-it-all.
1: <laughs> yes. Yeah.
3: <laughs> um, I love Snape still, but, like, he's a dick. <laughs> he's <laughs> awful. <laughs> he's pretty rough. <laughs> uh-huh. um, but... Uh, I do think it's entertaining that they have noise canceling earmuffs. I
1: have a comment about the earmuffs.
3: Okay, let's go.
1: In the book, it says about. Okay, hold well, hold on, back up, back up, back up. Yep, yep, yep. So there, it's the Gryffindor, the second year Gryffindors with the second year Hufflepuffs. So yep. just two houses. In the book, it says about twenty pairs of different colored earmuffs. Joe, you've done it again. There's only twenty students yeah second year between Gryffindor and Hufflepuff yeah you so, done it again
3: I mean at least she did her math correctly there <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah
3: <laughs> she figured that one out <laughs> she figured that one out um, but there's still no no correlation to the 800. I'm really curious where nope. those extra students are coming nope. from. Nope,
1: I don't understand. It. Uh,
3: maybe it's whenever they combine Dermstring and Bobathons with them and they're <sighs> like, oh, now they have 800 students.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, now they do. Uh-huh. Um,
3: yeah, I don't know either. But anyway, uh, they're they're doing their little class. They're working on the Mandrakes.
1: Ooh, um, comments yes. about the Mandrakes. Let's hear it. So at first I was kind of like, wow, it's really uh, coincidental that they're working on mandrakes yes. during this book. Yes. But prof- Professor Sprout does say the mandrake forms an essential part of most antidotes. Yes. So maybe they help make antidotes. I
3: assume that is whatever. what they were intending to use the Well, I mean, <laughs> yeah, but it's just
1: like, it's very coincidental that they just so happen to be working on them very
3: true incredibly coincidental yes <laughs> um i just laughed because harry um thinks of it as an extremely ugly baby
1: yeah
3: <laughs> i just thought it was funny but um they were planting <laughs> it and
1: I'm, I'm thinking of Goblet One now
3: and how they, they how how harry raised yeah, other. yeah. <laughs>
1: Zero out of ten would fuck mandrake. Would not fuck. (laughs) Would not fuck. (laughs) Uh, Which kind of brings us to both of our next comments. Speaking of goblet of wine, because Um, when when goblet of wine did this, like spoke about this chapter, and because this is when Justin Finch Fletchley introduces himself. Yeah. Okay, great. Um, awesome.
3: <laughs> I was uh kind of laughing a little bit because he's literally so intent on introducing himself to the golden trio.
1: And I think it's because I think it's because of how he was raised, partly at least.
3: I think it's um, right as well. Yeah. But um which Yeah. Well, sorry, go, ahead. go ahead. No, go ahead. Oh, okay. Uh, it's just cuz he's trying to get a leg up in the the world because that's what he was aiming for essentially in muggle world
1: which we can assume because justin mentions that like he was supposed to go to eton yep uh which gobble of wine when they mentioned this
3: they explained that <laughs> it was a school that most politicians come from yes
1: but i was gonna say <laughs> they were like oh for you americans yeah <laughs> you're not gonna know this but eton is a school and i was like duh yeah, I, I know that.
3: I was like, I, I know, I know what.
1: I, I know it's, is. I know it's a school. Like I I've
3: heard of it. <laughs>
1: yeah, I would say like I would be like, oh, okay, it's a very prestigious boarding school yeah, of some sort. Same. Got yeah. it. However, Goblet Wine did explain that did. a lot of, uh, you know, the people in the, the, the government, and the, the politicians, you know, go yeah. through Eton, and it was like, yeah, oh okay, well that's the thing. Us Americans wouldn't know that but, yeah. you know, people over...
3: really knew stuff about people, yeah. like their, their um, culture and stuff. Yeah.
1: Um, and so I was kind of like, okay, gathering just from that, it means that Justin must be muggle-born.
3: Yeah, for sure.
1: Which also meant that it was super hilarious because he mentions this. He made his mom read Lockhart's yeah. books <laughs> and she was like, well, you know, I convinced my mother that it's good to have a wizard in the family because I made her read Lockhart's books and I was like okay what i
3: was was sitting there like how how is lockhart's books going to convince your mom who's a muggle that you're okay to be a wizard right you're basically telling her to read fiction
1: yeah yeah (laughs) at least in her
3: mind it's fiction
1: (laughs) which now reminds me of a very potter senior year (laughs) god the hunger games by Gilderoy lockhart
3: Ugh! yikes <laughs> i just finished the alcohol i don't have to drink it again oh i'm so close to being done yes. okay <laughs> so they finish their mandrake lesson yes head on out of there and they go to transfiguration and mm-hmm. um i don't know what they're trying to do their to their little beetles but uh they're trying Harry to can't oh yes oh, hold
1: on they're trying to turn them what into pins or something
3: Oh, oh yeah, that's probably what it was.
1: Hold on. I can find out.
3: Okay. Well, while you're looking that up, um, Harry literally can't remember anything from Transfiguration in the last year. How do you forget everything from Transfiguration?
1: Uh, uh, because well, you got
3: to remember something. He's
1: Harry, and he he's awful. I don't know. But
3: you have to remember something. They're trying to
1: turn <laughs> the Beatles into buttons.
3: Oh, yeah, that's what it was. Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't yep. get it. I'm sorry. Very confused.
1: I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know what to tell you. I and, I oh no, never mind. No, never okay. mind. <laughs> okay. Okay.
3: <laughs> um, and then so Ron's wand is still broken. <laughs> um, he's taped it together, but it's yeah. not working. Um, so he can't complete his transfiguration assignment either. Nope. Because <laughs> he doesn't. Have a working wand, and Harry doesn't know what he's doing. Yep. So I was like, "Okay, Ron, stop trying to use the wand. It is broken." Yeah. I'm sure his parents would have gotten him a new wand. So dumb that he didn't just write home. It's a need.
1: I would say here, like, I I definitely agree. But I realized I was as I was reading this, I was like, "Okay, it's only the first day of classes. He just broke it last night." Mm-hmm. So there's a there's a little uh what like not necessarily a break but like an excuse a grace period period. yes yes there's a little grace period for ron right now however as we know his wand is broken for the entire book which frustrates me
3: yep it's a safety hazard it's
1: it's yeah it's a safety hazard you would think that huge safety hazard. you would think that mcgonagall at least would have been like Ron, you really need to fix your wand, or like, hey, like, talk to Dumbledore, like, maybe we can help you, or something, you know? Well,
3: and then to go with that, um, you know that they've probably expelled some students over the time that um, they've mm-hmm. had students at Hogwarts, okay? Yeah. So I'm sure because they take the wands, they or at break, least break the them.
1: wands. Yeah.
3: Um,. But there's also the potential that someone, like, would lose their wand or whatever. You never know.
1: Oh. So why don't they have a
3: found of wands? Or,
1: like, Moaning Myrtle, who we haven't met yet, who died. What happened to her wand?
3: Yeah, it's probably somewhere in Hogwarts still. So I don't understand why they wouldn't just be like, hey, we actually have this box of wands. We don't know if one will work for you, but why don't you try them out and see which one does work the best? Mm-hmm. At least until you can get a new one. Yeah. Because that would make so much more sense. <laughs> yeah. They have to have some kind of lost and found like that. There's no way that there are people who don't lose wands. There's no mm, way.
1: I'm doubtful of that a little bit.
3: I'm not, though.
1: <laughs> Here's the thing, though. Wizards need their wands. So they need you... them.
3: Yes. But we would... also need our phones, and we lose our phones, too.
1: I don't. Well, there are um, people who do. <laughs> I'm
3: not saying that you and I do, but yeah, like, no, no, there no. are people who lose their phones. I would it's say, the same but. Losing the
1: wand. <laughs> yeah. I would say, but, you know. uh, For the students at Hogwarts, they would immediately be like, where the fuck is my wand? And they would go, you know, ask around and find it. Uh, And so I'm kind of doubtful about them actually having a box of random wands lying around. But, Unless.
3: I guess the only. Okay, the only thing that I can think of where it would make sense that they would lose a wand and not go looking for it is if it was the last day of school or whatever the day before when they were all leaving on the Hogwarts Express and they had packed everything or whatever and someone just forgets their wand.
1: That's when they would write to Dumbledore and be like, Dumbledore, I forgot my wand. Here it is. Like, this is where it is in Hogwarts as far as I'm aware. Could you please send it home? What if it's not there?
3: But what if it's not there? Then they would look for it. And then they wouldn't know that it was that person's wand.
1: (laughs) Well, they could guess. Yeah. I mean, they, I don't know. I mean, the person would probably tell them, assuming they know what their wand is made of and shit. You know, I feel like there pro- has to be, yes. but They would probably be like, oh, my wand is, you know, made with this type of wood, with this core, and <laughs> this long, and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, <laughs> That's
3: yeah. That's only
1: if they actually know, though.
3: That's true, if they actually know what it's made of. Because,
1: you know, like, I've taken the, the wand quiz on Pottermore or whatever several times. I never remember what my wand is
3: same yeah so uh, yeah i just i feel like there has to be at least one extra wand at the school that's all i'm saying at least one yes i would agree yeah that's all i'm saying not like a huge box or anything but like they have to keep them all in like one Mm -hmm. area potentially if there's like one or two or whatever however many wands have been left at hogwarts or whatever
1: but it could also be that maybe they give olivander the ones that aren't claimed like at the end of the year or something i don't know
3: yeah i guess there's that potential
1: i don't know i don't Don't know know. who knows who knows but
3: there should have been no instance where ron had to try to do spells with a safety hazard and the teachers were okay with it i know Um, anyway
1: (laughs) what's your next part colin creepy wait yeah well yes uh i would say my next one was actually just uh they have lunch bells at hogwarts (laughs) what interesting i don't remember them having bells
3: i don't remember them having well i don't remember them having lunch bells i know they had
1: bells i don't remember them having bells at all yeah they had bells in the towers well towers yes but class but that's where the bells would have been because they're
3: loud like tower bells are really loud yeah but i still
1: don't remember them having bells going off between classes signaling Well, they definitely didn't throughout the series (laughs) that's what i'm talking about
3: yeah no no that never happened obviously but (laughs) apparently it did here (laughs) apparently it
1: did here so i'm confused i'm also confused which is why i didn't make a note about the bells i did because i was confused (laughs) that's fine and um, Colin, me!
3: I was like, the little boy who's, like, obsessed with Harry and also yep. wants to send pics to his dad of Hogwarts. Yep. And everything. Just anything that happens. He's like, yeah. I gotta take pictures. Um, and Colin is all like, can I take a picture um, with you or whatever? And have you sign it? <laughs> and Harry's like, what? Because <laughs> he doesn't want Here's- to. Here's yes. my thing,
1: though. How was yes. Colin going to get the film developed and then have Harry sign it? Like he would have had to send the camera or at least the film like home, I think, have his dad go get it uh, developed and then have his dad uh, send one of the Harry Potter ones back or just all of them. Well, and then... that's my thought, at least.
3: Um, I guess I always just thought he was going to do the wizard way, the wizard developing stuff.
1: Well, yeah, he, ta- he talks about uh, having that done. Yeah, which his, do his they dad's have a, a muggle. Do they have a. <laughs> well, yeah. But do they have a way to do it at Hogwarts? Oh, I'm sure that they have
3: a dark room somewhere. Uh, I'm doubtful. I'm <laughs> not whoa! doubtful. There has to be something. Like, we don't hear about everything that's at Hogwarts. Well, I'm true. sure they have a dark room somewhere.
1: Maybe there's a photography club? There probably is. <laughs> I'm, Maybe I'm, i don't know i'm there probably
3: is. I, I, something I, I, don't know. I have no idea something something but anyway I guess. he's all like i'm gonna take a picture and i'm gonna have you sign it and stuff and um
1: out of the blue you hear draco you hear signed photos you're giving out signed photos potter and yes. i was like ah draco we all know you have a crush on harry but you know <laughs> come on do you want one
3: he just wants to be best friends. Come on. I know. <laughs> um, but I was laughing because um, he says that Harry's signature would not be worth more than the Weasley's house. And I was like, where did Draco learn math? <laughs> How That I- doesn't make any sense.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's, it's just a bullying thing, but... <laughs> I was going to say also, you know, when did Draco see the Weasley's house? But that it, that doesn't matter because it's literally just a bullying thing where he knows the Weasleys are poor. Yeah. And so he's true. like, oh, I'm going to say this.
3: But it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> uh,
1: it's whatever. <laughs> I mean, also, you know, how much would the Weasley's house cost? Uh, that's a good question. That's the real question. That is a real question. Um,. And
3: then who would show up but wonderful Gilderoy Lockhart? What what? <laughs> um and I don't I don't oh it happens every time that Lockhart shows up to where Harry is. He just clasps him to his I side. Oh. And I don't like it. <laughs> it's awful. I'm like stop, he's twelve. Leave him alone. <laughs> yeah. Um I was like, that's Uh, so dumb mm -hmm. and creepy AF.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and of course, like, the next class Harry's going to is Defense Against the Dark Arts. Of course. Which Lockhart teaches.
3: Yes.
1: And (laughs) I don't remember what Lockhart was saying, but I made a note of where it says, like, in between Lockhart saying things, it says, said Lockhart paternally. And I was like, paternally? Paternally? I don't think Lockhart has a sensible paternal bone in his body.
3: Oh, he definitely does not. He doesn't. Um, I definitely don't remember what that line was. <laughs> I can find it. Hold on. Okay. I'll, I'll find it. Is this when they're in the class, though?
1: No, this is when they're walking, while I they're... think. Okay. Let me find it. Hold on.
3: It's probably him talking to Harry about fame again. And how oh, he definitely. shouldn't be like, putting out signed photos yet and stuff. Because he's just not big enough for signed photos yet. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> oh, God. Where is it? But one day, he
3: might need to keep ten autographed photos on him because you just never know when someone wants one. Mm -hmm. Because Lockhart has to do that, apparently. Ah, yeah.
1: It starts off with, a word to the wise, Harry, said Lockhart paternally. Ah, yes. As they entered the building through a side door.
3: (laughs) Don't take autographed photos yet. That's what he's saying.
1: Yeah.
3: (laughs) So dumb. Harry wasn't even trying to. Colin literally just asked, can I take a picture of you? And can you sign it? (laughs) That's all he asked. It wasn't Harry going, I'm giving out autographed photographs, guys. Lockhart thinks that everyone who's famous is full of themselves. Yes. Yes, he he does. You are very correct about that. Fun stuff, man. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah. So they go to Lockhart's class and um, Lockhart's like, I did this and this and this, but I don't talk about that. And I was like, but he's literally just talked about it. So what does he mean?
1: Yeah. I mean, he's full of himself. He's just not talking about himself. True.
3: You're right. You're right. You're right. My bad. And then <laughs> I got really excited because he started handing out a little quiz and I was like, and now the Lockhart quiz. I
1: <laughs> forgot about the Lockhart quiz. I he had one. But I like I'm I'm going through it and I'm like, Lockhart's first day of class is quiz is a fucking joke.
3: <laughs> yes. I did not forget, but that's because my copy of the second movie is the extended edition. So this scene is in it. This is in it? <laughs> You're yes are it. Kidding. Is. I I am not. It's so great. <laughs> um you'll see it. Don't or worry, I'll make I you have watch seen... it. I don't know. I'll make you watch it. I'm because I know
1: I know I've seen the scene. Uh, in Diagon Alley with Dr- Draco and his father at Borgin and I've seen that scene so there's a possibility that I've seen the Lockhart scene and I just don't remember it
3: well you'll see it for sure I I guarantee you I'll show you it yeah um but I was just laughing because uh they they take their their quiz or whatever and like Lockhart talks about how like his um his preferred gift or whatever is like peace Oh yeah. Um or or fire whiskey. Yeah. And it was like, I doubt he could handle fire whiskey. Hardcore doubt it. Um
1: Yeah, he says um, he says his ideal birthday gift would be harmony between all magic and non-magic peoples. Yeah. Weird. Though he wants fire whiskey.
3: (laughs) Yeah. Um, and of course, who do you think would pass the the quiz with flying colors but Hermione of course um and she gets another 10 points for knowing all the answers and she is being literally obsessed with this nasty bloke um
1: (laughs) I don't understand that but it's fine okay the way he says it though the way he gives Gryffindor 10 points is yeah it's like he doesn't know how to actually say it because yeah, he says that's true. take 10 points for Grif- oh take 10 points for Gryffindor I always thought he was gonna say take 10 points from Gryffindor so I was like oh what because that's four <laughs> okay I just remember being confused for a split second where I was like yeah oh.
3: that is weird wording definitely yeah I think it just goes with his character though
1: yeah so then he gets into his uh, hold on yep. back up to the quiz okay okay um his favorite color is apparently lilac but yeah. then why is he always wearing different shades of blue? Um,
3: Lilac is a purple. I'm not sure. You're right. Lilac is purple.
1: So I don't... I <laughs> but also, also, who the fuck would have read all of Lockhart's books before school besides Hermione?
3: Um, All of the girls who are obsessed with him.
1: Okay, true. Maybe, like, all the girls in the class. <laughs> oh. That's uh, what I'm saying. <laughs> but, uh i was just like dude you 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 assigned them like seven books yeah like who's gonna read all of those like another thing okay go ahead i was was just gonna say like i know in high school when we had to do the the summer reading and whatnot there were times i never finished the summer reading and it was one book Yeah. yeah one book because
3: the books were always boring Except <laughs> for Ender's Game, that was a good show. True, one. but I didn't have to read that in the summer. I read that in senior year. Um, but okay, sorry. The thing that I was gonna say is, um, oh shoot, oh 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 <laughs> no. So he's all like, "Oh, this answer was in this book. Yeah, this answer was in this book. Why are you peppering these little details about yourself?" Because in these books so that full other people of wrote.
1: Yeah, but other people wrote these books. But, but also because he has to make it seem like it's his book. Ew. <laughs> Which, if they're all supposed to be, like, biographies, this kind of sort of, or like, memoirs or whatever, yeah. then you would want to put, like, personal details in that.
3: Yeah, I guess that's true. So
1: It's just weird. Oh, Lockhart's quiz is a fucking joke. I said that. <laughs> it is, for
3: sure. Um. So then they get into the actual lesson part of that. Um, and there's no lesson that Lockhart, like, explains. He doesn't, like, teach them a spell or anything. He just releases the pixies on the class. Uh Uh-huh. And then, after they cause some mayhem, he's like, um, so you guys need to put them back in their cage. (laughs) Yeah. And they cause, oh, yes, go ahead.
1: Oh, well, I was just going to say, yeah, because, you know, Lockhart lets them out of the cage without yep. giving the class any instructions. Yep. And then, you know, by the end, Hermione's just like, oh, Lockhart just wanted to give the, give us a hands-on learning experience. And I was like, she's just blinded by the fact that he wrote all the textbooks for that class. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> come on. I was like, she doesn't see that he doesn't know what he's doing and that he's a shit teacher who was just full of himself.
3: I know, yeah. She's totally blinded by the books, just like you said. Yeah. Um, so then a lot of the classmates that they have are, like, running for the exit. And Harry, Ron, and Hermione almost make it out the door. But then Lockhart's like, um, you three, you need to put all the pixies away. Mm-hmm. And then he um he leaves the classroom. Mm-hmm. So he just leaves three 12-year-olds to take care of pixies that they've never dealt with before in their lives. So that's fun. Yeah. That's totally fine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, you perfect. know, second
1: years. No Totally to do that. fine. Yeah. Perfect. Definitely. So,
3: uh, Hermione obviously knows what to do and she, like, freezes all the pixies and they just start stuffing them all into the cage. Mm hmm. That's fine. I'm glad fine. that Hermione was there because if she hadn't been there, there's no hope for Harry or Ron. Yeah. Because um, they wouldn't have known what to do. Yeah. And, yeah, so they have that whole conversation about, like, Lockhart and stuff because Ron's all, like, upset about it and everything. Yeah. And Hermione's like, look at all the wonderful things he's done. And Ron is like,
1: he he says he's he's done. I wrote
3: that too. And I was like, yes, Ron. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, I
1: was like, ding, ding, ding. Yes, Ron, you're correct. Lockhart hasn't actually done any of these things. We love a good foreshadowing.
3: At least not that we know of. That we know of, yeah. Because we know. Well, we like, yeah, we we know. The person reading the book for the first time though, maybe I mean, I'm sure that
1: they would catch on. Probably
3: oh, somewhere Oh yeah, around I, here.
1: I'm sure they would be kind of like, "Well, this guy's kind of kind of yeah, like questioning teaching. he's the, yeah. he's a questionable character."
3: Exactly. Yeah, they would be like questioning his teaching style a little bit probably at yeah. this point. But they probably wouldn't 100% know yet cuz there's no no facts or like um I guess way to really know that he hasn't done them yet yeah but we know because we've already read through the whole series <laughs> yes so there's no way he's done any of these things no yes, good, job or not. good job good job Good <laughs> job, we're proud of you at least for that moment
1: <laughs> for that moment where he figured it out
3: yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. um but that's the end of chapter six
1: yeah um
3: so that's the end of this episode what what we did it we did um,
1: it Oh, what's yeah. it, oh, oh, I was going to say, what's that song? It's the Dora song. Yeah, we did it. We did it. What? Okay
3: No, no, yes. no, Dora. Uh-uh. Yes, too late. I'm I've good. already sung the song. No. <laughs> That's all I can remember anyways. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> um, But anyway, we... Uh would love to hear some more reviews from you guys if you have the time or whatever to write yes, them out for us. Please. Um we'd love to hear suggestions, um things you'd want us to like potentially talk about. Mm-hmm. Um we're working on the website and the Patreon yeah. uh right if, now.
1: If you guys uh, have any suggestions about uh tiers for the Patreon, you know, we're ooh. open to hearing about that too.
3: We are. We have some ideas. Yes. But we're not 100% sure if it's what we're going to go with. We'll see. We'll see. Um, but yeah, so if you guys have anything you want to like, let us know about. You can tweet us. You can message us. You can email us, whatever. We're on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Tumblr. Uh, <laughs> Tumblr. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I always forget about Tumblr. So do I. Um, uh, you can go find our YouTube videos and comment on those. You can Yeah, you can
1: actually see us. Yeah, you can. You can. Um... I've been tweeting random things on Twitter lately. <laughs> she um, has. <laughs> mostly just about Karen. It's definitely about me.
3: <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> so I'm a dum-dum. Um, nah. <laughs> Yes.
1: <laughs> uh, if, if you're a dum dumb then I'm also a dum dumb so well, we can
3: be dumb dums together that's okay, fine. Okay, let's do. It. <laughs> um but otherwise yeah, you can literally just send us messages wherever it's possible even if you write a review and like have that be your message to yeah, us that's fine absolutely. too. Um if you do write a review, we will read it in our episodes and yes. mention you by name and stuff so yeah. Yeah. We appreciate everything. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. Um, But we're going to go ahead and close this episode out so that it's not longer than an hour and a half. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) oops because it's so long but we're trying guys we're trying. we're trying
1: we're trying i'm so sorry
3: we're we're gonna we're gonna figure out a way to cut the time down at least a little bit unless you guys like how long the episodes are because we really do go into a lot of detail yeah. about them and maybe that's what you like i don't know
1: we don't know because um, you guys haven't reviewed
3: it's true <laughs> so let us <laughs> except know except for cj hey cj <laughs> um
1: but
3: anyway we're going to go ahead and close this out so we should all keep oh (laughs) I'm I'm crazy it's fine
1: Uh, so so let's keep Keep it it magical magical. it's really hard doing it remotely
3: it really is but we'll get better it's fine
1: it's fine We hope you enjoyed this episode of books,
3: movies, and musicals. Oh, my. If you'd like to connect with us, be sure to check us out on both
1: Twitter and Instagram at bmm underscore oh, my. You can find us on Tumblr at bmm-oh, my. And you can also find us on Facebook by searching for books, movies, and musicals, oh, my, or search at sign bmm-oh, my. You
3: can find us on YouTube by searching books, movies, and musicals, oh my, and you can email us at my at gmail.com.
1: These socials and our email address are in the description. Thank you all so much for listening. If you liked this episode,
3: be sure to share it with your friends and family and even random strangers on the street. We can't wait to talk
1: with you all next week. Bye! Bye.